Building an online business is more than branding, content, and sales. It's what happens behind the scenes during the highs and lows that make or break your business. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, and this is The Kim Doyle Show. I'll be sharing my own journey of 10 plus years growing an online business, as well as talking to entrepreneurs who are on the ground, creating, building, and showing up every day. Remember, do business as only you can do. Hey, what's going on, guys? Long time no talk. Welcome to the first official episode of The Kim Doyle Show. Dun, 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 dun. All right, I have a confession to make. This is actually the second time I'm recording this, like start to finish. Talk about feeling rusty, right? And it's like I've been doing live streams and, uh, you know, doing lots of engagement online, but to sit and record a solo show, it's been a really long time. So, first of all, I want to say a huge thank you to all of you for your patience. I know this transition from the WordPress chick to Kim Doyle has been longer than I wanted. Um, you know, so so thank you for, for sticking around. And if you are new to the show, welcome. You're going to get a little bit of an intro about what the show is going to be about as we go through this. Today's episode is called Hello, Goodbye, and What's Coming? Kind of straightforward, not super exciting title, but um, just wanted to bring you guys up to speed with what's going on and where we're headed. So since this is the first official episode of the Kim Doyle show, we're going to go ahead and start with the hello, which probably makes sense, right? It's probably going to go in a few different directions, but you guys know me. I am usually pretty good at circling back and getting back on task. So for those of you, again, who have been listening to the podcast when it was a WordPress chick, thank you for listening all these years. You know, I've said this so many times, but truly launching the podcast was without a doubt the best thing I have ever done for my business. Because not only did it help me scale my business, but I gained business through the podcast, whether it was clients or coaching, sponsorships, new friendships. And quite frankly, something you can't put a price on, which is a level of authority that truly wouldn't have happened without the podcast. I mean, think about it, guys. I I scaled a brand around a piece of technology, and I'm not a developer. I'm not a coder. So it, it truly was the relationship piece. And one of the benefits of, of a podcast for anybody is that you're, you're, it's, it's a total value add, right? It's this massive give where you say, let me use my platform to share your message, assuming you're doing some interviews, right? Or having guests, because that's going to shift a little bit for the show. But the truth is, I started the podcast for one reason only, and it was that I wanted to have more fun. And I did for a long time. As the brand grew, I found my voice. And it was truly, you guys, because the brand, I don't know, I started the WordPress chick in the summer of 2008, I believe. Didn't launch the podcast till 2013. But as I progressed with the podcast, and I had times where you know, I'd have a little window like got off. But the last couple of years, it was pretty consistent until this last few months, as I started making this brand transition. And anyone who's been through that when you're thinking, you know, it's time to move on from X and move to Z, or Y, I guess would have been the next letter, I just went ahead and leapt there. But anybody who's been through that transition knows it's not for myself. Anyways, it's, it's usually not this clear cut here to here, right? So it's been a process for me. And it's worked itself out for one way or another, right? And 
I would say that this is a question I had years ago. The waffling of, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? And with the word press specifically, because ignorance was bliss when I started that. Fell in love with WordPress. It was a fun name. Knew nothing about copyright trademark, although you would think it was obvious. But I was like, it's open source. It's free, right? They kindly let me know a couple years in that I couldn't use it in the URL. I still have that and will always own those two domains. So there's that. But but it really, it kind of took on a life of its own. And it was a organic process that I just kept following. I would love to tell you that I had a great strategy for it. But in the past 10 years, literally, I've been doing this 10 years now, which is crazy to me. The The direction that I want to go in and the skill set that I've taken, the relate the relationships I've formed, all of those things have brought me here. And I feel that it's really time to step into this. So, you know, it's, it doesn't matter how grounded or on purpose you feel with what you're doing, you're gonna have those moments where you're just wondering, is this what I should still be doing? And for me, it wasn't so much of leaving the internet per se, an online digital business. It was more about the brand and moving on from that, right? Because it was also scary to think of starting over. And even though my name has always been attached to the brand, and I'll tell you guys, there was a time when it wasn't. When I first launched, I actually had a chick. Um, I should put an image of her in the post. And she was near and dear to my heart. Um, I had a chick and it was just, the site was just the WordPress chick. And then when I hit this questioning of should I, shouldn't I move on, probably at year four, pre-podcast, I thought, okay, we'll bring my name in. I wish I had documented that. For anybody listening, document, document, document. Gary V says it all the time. I believe everything is content. Share your story. But, um, you know, it was, I, I questioned really, it, not just the WordPress chick, but going to Kimbo at that time and the, the the happy compromise because I really had no idea what I would do instead um, without going into some sort of generic make money online <laughs> type of thing. So I just brought my name into the logo and the brand. So on one hand, I'm starting over with a personal brand, but it's not like I'm shifting to being a chef, right? <laughs> Which I hate to cook. So that's never going to happen. Um, but once I, you know, once I... I made that decision. It was like a huge weight was lifted off my shoulders. And you know, when we have those moments, it's what we do with those moments that make all the difference in the world. And I remember very clearly when it hit me that it was time. It first started with the decision that the only way to move forward was to stop doing work I didn't want to be doing, which was pretty much all the paid work I'd been doing for the past eight years. Talk about scary, you guys. I had had some other income at the time and I made the decision well, I had a other income at the time that I made the decision. And I did this, I want to say it was, um, God, late 2016. Okay, so this has been a process, you guys. But I wasn't really worried because we had begun the process of bringing lead surveys to life, right? And for those of you who aren't familiar, haven't heard it, that is a new SaaS company. It's leadsurveys.io. Yes, shameless plug. But I did have other income. Um, and you know, it was, I had been doing website work, which I'm, I'm trying to keep this stuff quick guys. So I'm sorry if I'm jumping through this fast, but a lot of you have heard <laughs> these stories, right? I never intended to do websites. That was not what I wanted to do before I knew it. I had a developer and a designer. Then I started doing coaching and those people needed 
outsourcing support too. So then I have an outsourcing company and it sort of took on a life of its own. Um, but it was, it was really when I had finished the last website. And so I, I thought about this tail end of 2016 and I want to say it was probably March of last year when the websites were done last client off the books. And um, I will explain a couple other things that I've done, you know, in terms of income throughout this process. But it was, it was like that moment in Wizard of Oz, for those of you who have seen this, if you haven't, what are you doing? Um, but at the very end of Wizard of Oz, when Glinda tells Dorothy, you always had it in you, the ability to go home, right? And so I just, I felt like I'd won the time lottery. It was like I was waiting for permission for someone to tell me, go do something else, right? Because it's really hard to cut the cord when the things you don't enjoy doing are the things that are bringing in the money and paying the bills. And some people might think it's irresponsible. I could not manage both. I couldn't be pulled in, in a direction that I wanted to be going while I was still doing things that truly I didn't enjoy at all. And for what it's worth, to the point of I'd rather have a job than do that work anymore, right? So anyways, so it would be months before all of the service work came to a close because I'd shut down the outsourcing side of the business a month or so prior to finishing the last website. Um, I had, But I had a couple clients on retainer. And the clients on retainer was uh, we I had done some podcast done for you services a couple years ago. It was Influence Podcasting. I don't know if everybody remembers that. And here's a side note to anybody who does web stuff. It's 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 a challenging time. And I again, not being the developer, the programmer, or a trained designer or anything, I had that support. I knew how to pull it together. I've got a good eye for colors and aesthetics and brand and all of that stuff and making WordPress work. But, you know it's a tricky time we're moving into with page builders and so many other places to publish online. You always should have your own website. I absolutely believe that. But I even see people moving away from say WooCommerce because it's become too complicated. So it's an interesting time to say the least. But my point to anybody doing websites was when I was doing the podcast done for you service, I charged double the websites. People look at websites as sort of this unnecessary evil Um, and it's not really, maybe that's a little bit dramatic, but you know, a podcast is sexy, right? And I'm not saying that because those are my beliefs. This is a perception and it was without a doubt, a hundred times easier to sell than a website. And so anybody that does websites, if you're having, you know, a tricky time selling it, closing the sale, whatever, I think it's, there's a simple way to position that offer to shift it. I'm totally going off off the rails here, guys, in different directions. I apologize for that. We're going to bring it back to the income during this time. So in addition to the service work income, you know, I've got affiliate income as well. And it's it's really a hit or miss because I primarily promote through content marketing and email. But I never look at, I've never looked at affiliate income as a stream of income, should I say? It's always just kind of, oh, bonus. You know, I mean, literally, I think I'm, I got an affiliate payment for like the last five days in a row from different companies. And you guys, none of them are big. I think the closest I've gotten was maybe a thousand bucks a month 
from Thrive Themes. And again, I could have pushed that, but that wasn't, I didn't want to just be an affiliate marketer either, right? Okay, so we're sort of all over the place. So I've gone through different periods of time also where I've had podcast sponsorship. And I may look into to, to doing that with this show as well. I don't know. It's also never been something that I say, I'm going to do the podcast and I'm going to look for sponsorship and that's going to be a source of income. Could I? Yes. I don't know if I, I will do that. In the meantime, during all of this, <clears throat> the WordPress chick was still cranking with the podcast, the email and content. And if you're on my email list, you know that I was doing my almost daily email for a while. It was daily. And it was, you know, the beginning of this year, it just, it really, I stepped back from it. It was, I think there was a lot of personal reflecting going on and where am I going and what am I doing stuff? And it felt forced and it's really hard to create and write and share. And part of who I am, I believe this innately is positive and and hopefully inspiring. And it's hard to create when you're not in that space. So it was probably last year, mid mid last year. So now we're looking at summer of 2017 when I started thinking about moving on from the brand completely. I debated selling the site and Brandon and I, I talked about this, I think a couple times on, on the WordPress podcast. I, I still think I could have sold the brand even though I am the WordPress chick, right? But there was something that almost felt disloyal about that. I also realized that I was not willing to give up the relationships I had built with my audience who would continue on the journey with me? Will there be people that are like, peace out? You know, I'm this is I I want WordPress stuff or whatever. That's fine. It's all good to each his own. We all, you know, listen, read, consume, whatever, have people that we follow, and then we move on to different times. That's all good. So um it, it was I just I don't know. I looked into it. I I did some pricing on it. I put an email out. Some people were interested, some people were like, hey, I'll collaborate with you. And I couldn't pull the trigger either. Oops, sorry about that. Grab my coffee, hit the microphone. But it was during that time that we were getting closer to launching lead surveys, which literally, guys, talk about a a journey. And I'll go more into that in another episode. But we thought this was going to launch last summer. And I'm recording this in May of 2018. And just end of April, we're like, done. Like meaning it's live. We've worked out, you know, for the minimum viable version zero, we've worked out the bugs. So that's another episode though. Um, But I last summer launched content creators, Facebook group. This was also another one of my best decisions. I know I can't say that they're all best decisions, but it, it really was all of a sudden my, the direction I wanted to go in felt crystal clear. I, I didn't know exactly what it looked like, which is funny because I said it was crystal clear, but I knew that it was going to be focused on content and content marketing. So when we first launched the Facebook group, I'm doing this with my good friend and not so secret weapon, Steve O'Sullivan, because I always say he's my secret weapon and then I say it publicly. Um, but the goal was to launch a premium community on the back end of the Facebook group. But for some reason, the momentum behind making that happen kept stalling, which as much as that was frustrating at the time, it was probably the best thing we could have done. Our focus was solely on building the community and creating relationships within the community. The premium option is going to be coming, but we're not attached to what it looks like. And there is a freedom, guys. And I'll tell you, it's also challenging when you're like, okay, how much time I'm showing up, you know, I'm engaging, we do live streams, we ha- we just had our first 
Creators Pod, which was a collective live stream with members in the group. We picked a specific topic. Um, you know, so there's a bunch of things that we're doing in the group that require a lot of time. And so you question that, right? Like, okay, because remember guys, all throughout this time, so I've got income coming in and I have some other personal income, but it was like, I literally cut it off, which was scary. And it has been a year of bootstrapping. I'll tell you that much. But at the time of this writing, we're close to about I'm saying writing because I've got my show notes in front of me. At the time of this recording, we're close to about 2,000 members. And I could not be happier with where things are heading. It is a super engaged group. We get a ton of feedback, a ton of data. I know exactly where people are challenged. It just, it, it all made sense. So here's when I finally pulled the trigger on making the move. And this is um, part of the reason I decided to re-record this, you guys, is I don't know that I was in a funky space, but I want to approach this specific section um, of the podcast a little bit differently. But I, okay, so I'd started planning the move to a personal brand late last year, right? And my good friend Devinder uh, has, has created the site and it is friggin' beautiful. He's gotten so many compliments on it. I love it. He's also done our lead survey site. And If you need a site done, please feel free to reach out to me. I'll happily connect you. But I kept, I'm not sure why I was, I wasn't hesitant to move, but it just wasn't the priority it should have been. And then I don't know about you guys, but sometimes we need a little shove or in my case, a brick upside the head to make the move we know we needed to make. So in March of this year, I hosted a virtual summit. It was called the Content Creator Summit. I pulled this together eh, somewhat quickly. I had 24 speakers. It was a four-day summit. I did this so that there were six sessions a day. And anybody who wants to do a summit, I would approach this. There are courses and stuff out there. I personally don't think you need it if you can stay somewhat organized. If you need help with the tech, I get that. Or zero connections or how to do outreach. But I think you'd be surprised you can pull this together. I knew for myself, I didn't want to do if I did, you know, eight speakers in a day, I would have probably lost my mind. Because you I pre recorded everything, I knew I needed space around it. And even with six speakers over four days, I had to allow 15 minutes in between each session to change out on the live event page, the videos and stuff. Anyways, in total, it was probably six to seven weeks. I don't think I would do that again. I would give myself a good three months. But I had been thinking about doing a summit for a long time. And I knew I didn't want to do one around WordPress because I was going to be moving on from that space. So I I focused on three primary categories, written, audio, and video content. I had eight speakers in each category, but I scheduled a mix of categories each day. And I did that because I didn't want people going, oh, well, I don't like writing content. I'm not going to do that because there is value. There's so much gold in these sessions, you guys. I didn't want people deciding I'm not going to attend that day or I don't want to show whatever, you know. So I wanted people to be drawn in based on the session name. And I think I need to put my coffee on the other side because I keep hitting the microphone. Okay, so... Originally, I was going to do a a podcast episode. I thought, I'm going to do a a complete recap of running a summit. And I still might, but I knew I needed a little more space from the summit before I talked about anything. And the reason for that is because I was disappointed 
not in the summit itself, but I was disappointed in the people who said they would share it and promote it, but didn't. You know, I'm not going to go into this sideways and 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 become. I don't want this to become a pity party for myself because I wasted enough energy on that directly after the summit. Uh, truth, because the content was amazing. A lot of the people, a lot of the speakers, did promote it, and and the bottom line is. It was the most that I had done in product sales. Remember, my business relied on service work. Pretty much for the last nine years, it was all service work. The first year, I was kind of figuring out what I was doing. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Voice is a little scratchy today with allergies. But it also became abundantly clear that it was time to move on from the WordPress chick because the support and results for the summit came primarily from people in my group. Um, as well as people outside of that space who, you know, WordPress is tricky, guys. And and I mean that from – I okay, <laughs> sorry, that was a little bit of a long pause. I mean it from the perspective of you have – here you have this free open source software, and it's, it's very community-driven, right? So there was for a long time, and, and – for so long, I felt like one of these things just doesn't belong here because I love marketing. I like, I want to earn a significant living. And you guys, I'm not interested in Lamborghinis and Ferraris and kudos to you if you are. Zero judgment. But there's almost, I don't know, or there was a very anti-marketing stance within that community. And so I feel like it's catching up and I feel like there's a lot of productized services that have come about from it. And I think it's fantastic, but it was, I, I don't know what else to say, guys. It was a bummer. It was a real bummer um, to have people say one thing and do another. And I'm not saying I've not done that. So I will, I will definitely own that. We, we all go through stuff in our lives, right? Um, and I'm so I'm not going to go into any more detail. I don't ever want to be that person who complains or bitches or moans. Um, it's just <laughs> I do it. It's it's not fun when I do it to myself. So I'm not going to do it to you guys, right? But suffice it to say that the little girl in me had her feelings hurt. Right after I, I feel like I've always been that person that likes to support other people and use has used the show and and all those things to do what I can to help other people spread their message. So it, it sucked. <laughs> Long story short, it was a bummer, right? But, all right, so here's where we're going to turn the page, guys. Once I decided to get over being a martyr about everything, I felt 100% better. Because here's the thing. Regardless of why people did or didn't promote and share the summit, it was my responsibility. Gary V, right? Yes, Kool-Aid drinker, Kim. Gary Vee talks a lot about never being disappointed in people because he expects nothing from anyone. While I'm nowhere near that, <laughs> that wisdom or self-awareness, I've decided it's something that I'm going to consciously work on. It also, mean that what, that it also means that when it comes to marketing, anything I do is solely on me. That doesn't mean I won't have affiliates or JV partners. It simply means that I'm going to expect my results to come from my own efforts. Everything else is gravy. And I'm going to give you a little side note on this and how I flipped it. So I, I recently just um, opened Everything is Content. It's it's a six-week course. It's a live course with me. I went through it once. 
I raised the price this time and I did one webinar and the class starts a week, a week and a half, I think is what I'd given myself after the webinar. And there's a certain amount of follow-up and promotion that needs to happen during after after you do that, right? You can do an encore webinar, you need to email every day, or you posting all those things. I completely dropped the ball on the follow-up marketing simply because of life. I am in the midst of, well, I was, we've got this huge anniversary party coming up for my parents. We're moving my great aunt out of San Francisco to a retirement home actually out where I live. And uh, unfortunately, she was just diagnosed with Alzheimer's, um, which as sad as it is, she's still coherent and was relieved to know that, that there was an actual diagnosis. But so personal got in the way. And I, I just, I, I dropped the ball. But here's what I did with that. So the few people that signed up are pretty much going to get a private mastermind. I'm still going to do it. It's going to be fantastic. And, you know, you live and learn. But, the, but it was up to me, right, guys? So this is something that I have decided you know, all of my results are my responsibility, which brings me full circle to the hello, right? And pulling the trigger on the personal brand. Honestly, it was simply time. I still may talk about WordPress from the perspective of tools and resources, but my focus is going to be on content marketing and business. Again, I never wanted to build websites. It just happened. I couldn't see the way out for the longest time, which is why I more or less had to burn the boats, right? So there was no going back. I still have some wonderful connections and relationships with people in the WordPress community, and I will continue supporting them when it's relevant to my audience and provides value. Those interviews, however, are not going to be an integral part of the show. Again, doesn't mean they won't be on the show, but it's, it's, it's going to shift a little bit. I'm still a tool geek, guys. Like I love finding tools that make stuff easier, that make stuff smoother. And so I will share those with you all the time. And if there's a course or a product or a service or something, regardless of whether it's WordPress or not, I'm going to keep sharing that. So hello to Kim Doyle. And here's what's coming. Again, it feels like a huge weight has been lifted off my shoulders, you guys. You know, to get the show up however I want, meaning this show, I'm going to focus on still digital marketing, right? Online business. None of that's going to change. But... I'm going to pull in other pieces of me. And what does that mean? Eh, I've got a lot of other sides to myself. And and I'm going to share a little bit more in a minute. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I don't feel stuck because as a personal brand, and don't get me wrong, I'm not going to talk about, you know, I don't know, I'm into watercolors now, right? So I promise I'm not going to talk about a color or the current picture I'm painting unless there was relevance to you, right? But and it wasn't that I held back on the WordPress chick, but I did feel stuck sort of in that space. And to be able to share and discuss what I want feels like a big relief, you know, and it's mainly, again, going back to that one of these things doesn't belong here. And for those of you who aren't in the US, that is a Sesame Street song, which is a children's show. <laughs> um, all of that also was primarily because of my own self-imposed beliefs. But I also received a few snarky comments from developers early on in my WordPress days. And even though it didn't stop me, it was always lingering in the background. Now, no more holding back. Watch out, world. Uh, There might be a little more snarky rants, but I promise never to be a jerk. 
Um, I just don't, it doesn't make me feel good, but sometimes a little bit of wit goes a long way, right? So the content focus for this show, like I said, is going to be on marketing, content, online business, and, and anything else as it relates to the business. And it might be mindset or health, relationships, doubt, case studies, challenges, you know, things that have gone really well. And that's just to name a few. I also have a couple a couple personal things that are priority for me and which is my health and my finances. And I have debated this for so long you guys, but I thought, you know what? Start sharing the journey and how it impacts your business through the podcast. And you guys, this scares the bud Jesus out of me. But the truth is my life works really well when I set up accountability. So I may as well all go all in, right? So um, I'm not going to talk to you guys. Well, I don't know. I might share. Like I've gotten into intermittent fasting. Really like it. I like not eating till later. I like bulletproof coffee. I don't know if you guys care about any of that. But if you want to hear the journey and how it impacts my business, I'm totally going to be doing that. So heads up on that. And then money, right? I, I think we all have our own money stories and things that we, gosh, I, you know, if I look back and think about the money that I've invested in my business, primarily with, you know, oh, masterminds and coaches and stuff. And I so believe in all of that stuff. But I think the best thing you can do for yourself <clears throat> is to get clear and master fundamentals, because I've come full circle. But I know to to scale and, and grow the way I want, I got to address some of this stuff. So and it's not that I'm avoiding it. I I have this amazing therapist. Uh, slash mentor who I found when I lost my husband 15 years ago and has really worked with me through a lot of this stuff. So you're going to hear some of those things and the challenges just kind of pulling back the curtain and it may be baby steps, but it's, I promise it's not going to be just ranting and what was me. There's always going to be a lesson in it and I'm going to bring it back to business. The other piece is with the show, what I'm going to do with guests. So a lot of the interviews for the WordPress chick were people in the WordPress space, digital space, online. So those will still all, I mean, anybody that's got an online business or a tool or whatever. So I'm still going to have those people on the show. But I want to do a little bit more of the conversations around, not necessarily challenges, but really just having a conversation about business and life and online. However, you know, where somebody's at, here's a great example, because clearly I'm not explaining this very well. You guys, if you've been listening, probably have heard me talk a lot about my good friend, John Prez. We did a, we had done a podcast together for a while. It was the Freedom Papers podcast, then became Hustle Free. Anyways, I've known John, gosh, six years now? No, five years. I met John. He was one of my first 10 interviews. Excuse me. So John was heavily involved in the WordPress community. He took a huge step back from everything for almost a year when he had some major life changes occur. And so we had an in-depth conversation about that journey as in leaving, you know, getting laid off from a full-time job, which he wanted to go all in with his business. But again, when you've got a good salary with a job, how do you leave that? Um, to going full-time in his business. They moved, from, he and his wife and their kids moved from New York to Florida. He stepped away from social for, for a long time and is kind of stepping back into that. So we just, we had 
a, a a great conversation about what that looks like and what that feels like and stepping in to the space that you left, right? Stepping back into it. So my intention with this show is to leave you feeling better than you did before you listened and hopefully inspire you, motivate you. Little side note, you guys, I did want to be a motivational speaker at one point in my life. And who knows where that's going to go, right? Because now I've got this show. The other thing that I'll be doing is, so the show will be weekly. It will drop on Thursdays and probably a lot of the alternating like I've done before with solo show, guest, solo show, guest. But in between, I want to do sort of shorter snippets, right? I may use Anchor to record some of those, but it will be then pulled from Anchor. And I'm not ever going to publish to iTunes from Anchor, which you can, but I'm going to pull the audio and it'll get submitted. And it might be a five-minute episode. It might be a 15-minute episode. Traditionally, they will be hour-long shows weekly. But the in-between episodes, this one is not going to be an hour. This is a reintroduction. But I'm going to drop some of those short of, short of, sort of, shorter episodes in between. And those are going to be when the inspiration hits and I have something to share with you that I think is of value. So really, we're going on this journey together. I really want to hear from you guys which episodes you like most, what resonates with you, or what else you'd like to hear. You know, I did this um, in the Content Creators Facebook group. We just did a poll about specifically what type of training people want. There's so much with this all the time and not having client work. Hee <laughs> I really, it, it isn't my happy place now, you guys. Although I love coaching, which I'll be bringing back uh, in June of this year after the big anniversary party's over. But it's, it's, um, you know, there's so much that changes so, so frequently online. And so I did a poll, asked people what they wanted. So I, I need to hear that from you guys. And if you have somebody who you think would be a great guest for the show, let me know. You can email me, kim at kimdoyle.com, and let me know who you think would have a guest. I will tell you this because I emailed my audience and shared this today as well, asking for suggestions, is that if somebody is going to be referred to me or introduced to me for the show, I do have expectations that they share and promote the episode. Okay, so I thought I was winding down, but we're going to go on a little bit of a rant just for a second. I, I don't understand this, this, um, uh, I don't know, this, I'm, I'm too fancy to promote your show, even though I came to you to ask for the opportunity to be on your platform. And that goes across all boards, guys. So this comes back to, you know, a summit. If don't, why would you say yes to something if you're not going to share it? I don't understand it. There is, and don't get me wrong, guys. Okay, so let's, let's look at, let's go high level up, right? One of my goals in the next year is to get Gary be on this show. Do I expect him to promote it? Not necessarily. I really don't, right? When I ask, I don't have the expectations. When people come to me, I do have the expectations. And I know I'm completely contradicting myself <laughs> because earlier in this episode, I said my goal is to expect nothing from anybody. However, that's going to be a caveat. What's a rule? What's Is it a rule, a guideline? Um, I'm not sure. If somebody comes to me to be on the show, I'm simply going to say, first, let's have a conversation because I mistakenly did that a few times with the WordPress check where I 
it was a referral for somebody else, or I thought, oh, hey, here's a company, let me reach out. And instead of having sort of a connection call, we just jumped into the interview, and then they were awful. So, <laughs> so there's that, right? But if someone comes to me, I do expect them. And on that ranty note, I have never said no to an interview, guys. And I'm sure I've dropped the ball. Don't get me wrong. Uh, there's nothing in me that thinks I walk on water. But I, I, why wouldn't you share an interview of you? Why wouldn't you share something where you're being highlighted? And, and it, it just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm on a mission to get that mentality, the, this guru space of I'm too good, or, you know, I'm going to do you the honor of being your guest. There's a, there's a pretentiousness about it that makes me a little crazy. Now, if it's not of value to your audience, then I respect that. But if you're going to show up and give, I don't understand how that's not a value. Anyways, rant over. Would love your thoughts on that too. And lastly, stay tuned dun, 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 for the week of, I have to turn around and look at the calendar. Hold on. Yeah. So the week of May 14th, I'm recording this week prior, I will be starting a live Facebook show called Just Show Up TV. So we're going to get a little bit more raw and real and have conversations about what it takes to just show up. I believe you show up where you're at with what you've got. Do the best you can. This this waiting for perfect scenario, situations, circumstances, it's just, it's detrimental. So before I continue ranting, I'm going to wind this show down. So again, guys, I love you tons. Thank you for being on this journey with me. For those of you who have been with me for years, I cannot tell you what it means to me. And for those of you who are new, welcome to my world, I guess. Uh, but I do want this to be about you guys. So let me know what you want. And it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on iTunes. I don't know how this is all going to work because the feed will stay the same, but the show gnome's name is going to change the, the image. And I'll probably pull the WordPress chick down um, in a month or two, all those episodes. So if you haven't listened, grab them. Or I might actually have a branded flash drive offer free plus shipping. I don't know. I've wanted to do that for a long time. We'll test it. Anyways, guys, have a fantastic day. Thank you for listening. And remember, do business as only you can do. 